It's so cute. A local family in their big Halloween display on their lawn featured Tom Skilling, but it's not Skilling. Listen to this. Here in Oak Lawn, Lynn and Tom Jarasek, you guys have been doing this for years, but this year you wanted to do something special. We wanted to dedicate this um, scene for Tom Skilling for his retirement upcoming and wanted to show our appreciation to him. We call him Tom Sculling. Sculling is a nickname. Tom Sculling. Yes. And, um, you know, how many names can you change to Sculling? So we thought it would be cute. But we wanted to set up his future um, in Hawaii. We've got a chair reserved for him in Hawaii. And no matter if it's rain or snow, Tom's always out there. It's so adorable. Tom Skilling from WGN-TV is with us. What did you think about that, Tom? You know, I, I'll tell you, I, I'm beyond words on this, uh, Lisa. No question about it. I can't get over how creative people are and um, that my announced retirement would bring such a response. <laughs> but I, I must say it was very, very clever. They, they had, among other things, a, um, uh, a beach chair there with uh, a note on it reserved for Tom Skilling. Although I'm not, you know, I'll split my time between Chicago and other places and all. I'm not going away all the way, uh, at least at all. <laughs> Just uh, parting with the day-to-day duties a little bit and slowing down a little bit. But uh, I think it's awesome. I'm yeah. just beyond words. It was so cute. <laughs> and I love that they included Pink and Bruce Springsteen as your fan club. I'm like, I love this. Um, I know. I know. I, I'll tell you, we have very, very marvelous uh, listeners and viewers. And I'm telling you, they're so creative. It's it, it's really quite flattering. Tom Skilling is with us from WGN-TV. This is the first chance we've had to talk since you announced your I retirement. Know. How do you want those fans and those viewers to remember you? Boy, I'll tell you something. I, I have been the luckiest uh, meteorologist, broadcast meteorologist in the world. Uh, people have been marvelous uh, over the years. Um, you know, and I can't get over it. You, you know, Lisa, you know as well as I do, the bond between WGN and our listeners and our viewers on the TV side is really quite remarkable in this industry. And uh, I, you know, my, I pour my heart out to these folks. It's, it's something. Um, how do I want them to remember me? I, I'll tell you, I just said I had a lot of fun with the weather and continue to and will continue to. And I hope to keep in touch with folks, uh, even after the day-to-day duties cease after uh, late February. But I've still got a couple months to go. I'm not done yet. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Hey, Tom, are the uh, mild, warm weather days behind us? Have we seen the last of it this year? You know, it's interesting you ask that because, you know, when we we received snow today, our first snow of the season, and it's right on schedule because historically our first snowflakes have fallen on or about October 31st, which is what today is. And yet when you look at Halloween's October 31st and years gone by, we've only had eight Halloween's out of the 138 for which we have snow records that have had any snow. And only two of those uh, 138 have had snow that sticks. So we're kind of in um, interesting territory here with this snow that's coming through. Uh, The warm weather is not necessarily done. I was looking at some stats yesterday. Uh, 40 of the past 81 years have had 70-degree temperatures beyond this day. Mm. And 13 of the last 81 years 
and I, I pick 81 years because it goes back to 1942, and that's the point at which Midway Airport uh, was designated the official observation site for the city. And since then, uh, we switched to O'Hare in 1980 as the official site. But that's when 1942 is when we began measuring the weather at the airports here in town. So uh, the record is, is pretty constant and uh, doesn't move around much. The sites don't move around. But, you know, that gives you about a 50-50 climatological probability of 70-degree temps yet. So we're not totally done with the mild error. Even, and even later this week, we ought to warm up a little bit, probably get into the 50s on Thursday and Friday and even flirt with 60 on Saturday around here. So um, keep that in mind as we watch the flakes of snow uh, fall, and they'll be doing that into tonight. And there'll even be a little lake enhancement of this snow. So there may be some periods in which this comes down and drops visibility, the snow does, uh, and even sticks on some of the colder outdoor surfaces, particularly away from Lake Michigan and uh, northwest Indiana as we get into the nighttime hours. But while the rest of the city will see clearing skies tonight, we ought to have a nice day tomorrow. A cool one, but a nice day. That's good. And it's nice to know that there might be a 70-degree day in our future because I'm telling you what, when that day comes, Tom, if it pops up in November, people lose their minds. They get so excited. Everybody's mood is elevated. It's just a nice day. Uh, It really is. Will Indiana continue? Will the snow belt get more snow than what we're going to see today? Well, I'll tell you what's going to happen. We're going to have some snow squalls. This cool air moving over the still warm waters of the lake uh, is produces an explosively unstable atmosphere, and this could even brew a couple of thunderstorms out over the lake, and even thunderstorms that might spin up a water spout offshore. Uh, so we got to keep an eye on that. But there'll be some uh, snow showers mixed with rain out over the lake and near the lakefront uh, that come down the northeast Illinois shoreline uh, and into northwest Indiana into this evening. The uh, precip will be ending uh, after about 9 or 10 o'clock here in the city. And uh, in in northwest Indiana, they could get some uh, lake effect rain or snow showers, uh, snow away from the lake, uh, into the early hours of tomorrow morning. So we've still got a little bit of ways to go on this. You know, this weather system produced up to 19 inches of snow last night in northern Minnesota. Wow. And up to half a foot in parts of northern Wisconsin. So we're getting just the kind of the sporadic uh, bursts of snow here on its south side. We don't have the steady stuff that actually accumulated as it did up in the upper Midwest uh, today. Interesting. I saw a few pictures coming out of, you know, Chippewa Falls where I have relatives and that just seemed yes. to be maybe an inch or something. But, geez, 19 inches in northern Minnesota? Yeah, up in the Arrowhead region. What happened up there is uh, they got some lake enhancement off uh, Lake Superior. And uh, some of that lake effects coming into far northwest uh, Wisconsin and also the upper peninsula of Michigan. I, I've been sent some pictures from up there, too. In fact, somebody just sent me a half a foot of snow, a picture of that, just about 30 miles north of the Mackinac Bridge up in the upper pen- eastern upper peninsula of Michigan. So it's pretty wintry in the upper Midwest. We have about 18% of the country now under snow. And what's interesting, and that's nine and a half times the coverage of snow on the ground that we had only two weeks ago. So there's been quite a change. And, you know, it's also hard to believe, Lisa, that a week ago today we were in the 80s. Yeah. We're, we're more than 40 degrees cooler 
today uh, than we were just a week ago. So oh my gosh. That's that's autumn in the Midwest. I love that people will be trick-or-treating up in the UP on snowmobiles. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's Tom right. Skilling is with us. We're going to find out what his treat would be. Because, you know, everybody is bringing leftover candy to put on the free table at every place of business tomorrow. What is Tom most likely to take? And I, I know there's some Halloweens we've forgotten, but I know Tom keeps stats on all of these. That and the weather forecast coming up right now. Mary's got the current temps and, of course, a check on traffic. 720 WGN. Thanks for joining us. Tom Skilling is with us from WGN TV. So, Tom, you know, there's going to be candy that will float into the TV station tomorrow because. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, yeah. What, what are you most likely to grab? What's your what's your treat? You know what I really like? I like Twizzlers. Um, oh, yeah. You like those? those I do. Things. I, and they say I, I, they have the least amount of sugar. I was going over well, a list good. of of the pieces of candy that are loaded with sugar, and Twizzlers <laughs> are are or what they call red vines, the least amount of sugar. So, well, that is you keep talking, Lisa, because you're making me feel better about it all. all <laughs> with every word, um, I don't know whether we even had Twizzlers as a possibility, but you know what newsrooms and broadcast stations are like. You yeah, know, if you put food out. It's like vultures, uh, you know, suddenly descend on whatever food is there, and it's gone in no time at all. So I know people hear us talk bunch. about that, and I think they think it's a joke, but it really is true. It's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> we, we are a hungry group, I'll yes. tell you that, and yes. not, never more so than for sweets. We remember 2019 because we got three and a half inches of snow. We're gonna yeah. not, we're not going to see that today. But um, no. what are are we on track for one of the colder Halloweens? Yeah, we are. As a matter of fact, uh, you know the coldest Halloween was that one, 2019. We had a high of only 33 degrees. The normal high this time of the year is in the mid 50s. So the 40 that we see today. Will be, uh, you know, they'll make this among the cooler Halloweens that we've had around the area. And uh, what's interesting is, again, the fact that we had a little dusting of snow uh, qualifies as a measurable snow. That'll make this only the third Halloween of the last 138 years in which we've had snow that actually sticks. And of course, it doesn't stick around this early. Uh, the ground is still warm. The snow today has been coming down in above freezing temps. So the only way you get snow to stick in this kind of weather situation is for it to come down heavily enough to exceed the rate of melting that goes on. But the melting does go on, and so the snow doesn't stick around long. It'll be gone in no time at all as time goes on. And uh, November rolls in tomorrow. What does that look like for us? Is that one of the fastest cooling months? Yeah, it is. Uh, Normal temperatures uh, in November, let's see, they go from 55 and 40 on the first, down to 42 and 29. You know what's going to be interesting to watch, though, uh, Lisa, is we've got an El Nino out in the uh, equatorial Pacific, and it'll be interesting to see El Nino winters tend to be less snowy and milder than other winters in many El Nino years. Now, not all El Ninos are created equal, so we'll see whether or not you know that plays out this year that way. But uh, it's an indication in many years that uh, the snowfall will not be as harsh as it has been in some other winters. Uh, Again, a lot of things go into making seasonal weather, 
and El Nino is not the only show in town, but it does have a big impact. And we'll see whether that plays out this year. Will you please write an almanac? Because I'm so tired of people coming up and going, you know, the farmer's almanac says it's really going to yeah. snow this year. And I'm like, oh, please. <laughs> I'm married to a farmer. He doesn't even believe in that. So we no. we, we need a Tom Skilling guide is what we need. <laughs> you know something? Somebody once uh, checked the accuracy of the farmer's almanac. And they found out that a coin flip would be more accurate <laughs> yeah, um, than that. You know, I think the reason the Farmer's Almanac, first of all, it's a fun read. It, it's fun to read the Farmer's Almanac. But you got to realize that uh, that's not, you know, they would argue otherwise, but that's not real science. Right. Um, so it, it, I, I think the absence of longer-range forecasts in years gone by that now are coming onto the scene in recent years uh, probably is the reason they caught on so much, these farmers, because they at least offer you uh, some kind of outlook, bad as it might have been for the the coming season. Yeah, and we've had so much rain around here. You know, my husband's crops have been in for about a week, but around here, I have family farmers that haven't even, they haven't even attempted to get their corn in yet because of all the rain and the moisture. That's interesting. You know, it's interesting. For the year as a whole, we're actually running subpar. And, you know, you see that in river levels. Uh, The Mississippi's been low, uh, and that's created real problems down the Mississippi, down toward the mouth of the Mississippi near New Orleans, because the flow off the Mississippi River has been so weak that salt water has been able to come up and infiltrate some of their water supplies down there. So they've got the car, the Corps of Engineers has been bringing bottled water in to some of these communities not far from New Orleans, and that's because of the slow pace of the Mississippi River, the product of uh, lower-than-average rainfall up here. But, yeah, recently it has been uh, kind of damp, so that's interesting. Yeah. All right, Tom, so what are we looking at for the next couple days? Lisa, uh, temperatures will start to rebound. It'll be a slow process, but we'll go into the low 40s tomorrow, the low 50s on Thursday, the mid 50s on Friday, and perhaps close to 60 on Saturday. We then turn cooler again next week, and uh, it looks like there could be a couple of. We're out of the precip after tonight, but uh, so we'll have some beautiful dry days. But the weekend could see a few scattered showers. And there's a pretty good rain system uh, that seems to be taking shape for early next week. But note, it's rain, not snow, the way it looks now. So uh, uh, this snow today by no means marks the beginning of a snowy period. This is a, kind of a, a tease for what's coming in the months ahead. <laughs> and one last question about your retirement, Tom. Um, you know, you yeah. never... You never come across as a person who's stressed or concerned or worried. But I think once you give your retirement date, there has to be a level of stress that's lifted off of your back, that you just feel free and calm. Is that true? Can I look forward to that one day? <laughs> you know you know what? Um, I found this the hardest decision I've ever made in my life. Uh, you know, I've worked since I was a, a teenager, and the idea of having an unstructured, a less structured day <laughs> kind of frightens me in a way. I'm, I'm going into uncharted territory around here. So, Lisa, I'll check back with you on that and tell okay. you how it all works out. <laughs> you know, it may be that six months into this, I'll think it was the dumbest thing I ever did. But um, I don't know. The idea of just lowering the stress level and not fighting traffic to get in every day 
is is kind of inviting something. Now, we'll see if it continues to be that way. I'll let you know. Well, I applaud you, and thank you for a job well done, and we'll continue to talk every day, every Tuesday, until we hit that date. So thank you, Tom. Sounds good, Lisa. I'm not going away. Uh, I'll tell you something, but... Uh, I've always enjoyed talking to you, and we'll continue to do it in the months ahead. Absolutely. Steve's News is coming up next. Our conversation with Tom was sponsored by Permaseal Basement Systems, and Steve is in the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom.